Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Morning Word Podcast. You got your host, Shara. This is Liz. Hey, we doing it today. So listen, this is going to be unlike any of our episodes because guess what? We are busy, okay? Um, Busy in a good way. So what we're going to do this episode, we're just going to catch up. So we got about a 20-minute talk with you. So man, listen, if you were expecting one of our very long, fabulous episodes with our guests and all of our episodes, pieces is not happening we're going to just catch up because liz and i have been super busy with clients and exciting things and life and yes you know, family time and taking care of us and our Eerie. mental health and mm-hmm. oh, the list goes on and on but we've been but we've been and we've been um what have we been doing that's what i'm saying you got something to say because god it's a lot of business then since you tell it that's all I like. Everything. There's all the things there. Well, listen, we're so we're gonna just catch up. So we're gonna catch up. Um, and so if there is just give a shout out, we will be putting out episodes. So if you're hearing this today, please make sure you check out the episodes we put out. We had some amazing guests uh before and after our break. Um, just let's start there. So Liz and I, Liz, I guess we need to tell them that we have chosen not to um run our lives based on the algorithms so <laughs> let's start about you know how many uh oh my gosh i just said it out loud but not out loud like i said it in my head before i said it out loud which never happens but i've seen so I've seen so many instagram posts about people not living in the algorithm but in the algorithm because they're not living in the algorithm yes yes, yes. so are you in the algorithm or not correct so Liz and I have chose not to be in the algorithm. And so you will notice that we have had a couple of breaks, one during the U.S. summer and one during um, in the fall part of the year. So September, October-ish, you would notice that we were um, not as uh, posting a lot and also that episodes weren't coming out. Um, we're going to continue to do that. Um, we're not going to tell you when that's going to happen <laughs> because we just, listen, let me just, I'm going to start first and then let's jump in. Here we go. So this is the thing, right? Podcasting, there's tons of podcasts out there. I love the fact that there are so many voices that I feel like they need to be heard, etc. You've got plenty of options. We're glad that you chose us, right? Um, but one thing for sure is that Liz and I got businesses and we have all types of things that are super important to us, family, et cetera, and also just living, right? And so the podcasting part is all about making sure that we come to you in our in our best selves, right? And sometimes we come, we want to make sure we're getting you good programs, good conversations with us and good conversations with guests. But at the end of the day, it's exhausting, um, and no offense is it's exhausting because we love this so much that we're usually trying to get to that, <laughs> to get to this. Like it's, it's so many things that has to really kind of put, put in place. So when we say we're not doing the algorithm, at least from my perspective, and I'm gonna pass it to you, Liz, is it's just being more natural in the programming, like coming genuinely, um, and consistently when the, when you have the energy, you have the best in mind for the listeners and audiences. And quite honestly, when it's fun for Liz and I. <laughs> so like, sorry, like we think of y'all, we love y'all, but 
you know, Liz and I gotta be right. You know what I mean? We gotta be like, so listen, girl, I ain't got 47 things to do today. Um, and I don't want to just give you, you know, the leftovers. So Liz. And just for the ones that are watching us on YouTube, um, I am wearing my abuelita sweater and my abuelita shoes on right now. And like, I have very minimal makeup. My eyebrows are doing two different things. Like I do have earrings on, but they're not my big earrings. They're just like little, look, I don't even have my nails. Like just, yeah, we are, we are here. We are present. And I agree with you, Cher. I think, um, I think we're modeling the self-care and the self-love that we constantly promote. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not about, you know, all the to-dos and tasks and being there for others. It's also taking time to be intentional with yourself so that we had to fill our own cups. Mm-hmm. And we had a lot of other very demanding things in our real jobs that were consuming us. And I think we also have families and we also have friends and we also have lives outside of this. And um, I think that was, for me, it was filling my cup, spending some intentional family time, which is a very, um, I think it's part of like breaking those cycles that we've been accustomed to, to being a part of where as women, especially women of color with big families, um, especially like in a Latino family, right? Like you're there always for the family, no matter w- at what cost. And I think taking that time to to fill my cup, I'm I'm better able to show up here, and I'm not running ragged on both sides of the coin, because nobody can work. A hundred percent, a hundred percent of the time. It's just yeah. like that is not a feasible thing. That's where burnout happens. And my uh, my father in law, I love my father in law. Yeah. He is one of the best people in the whole wide world, and I have really great, like, rich conversations with him. Um, and he comes from a very different generation than me. Um, he still works at uh at uh his. I think 76 years young, he still works, he still does a lot of work and he's very sharp and bright. And, you know, he he definitely tries to keep up with times. And we were talking about resting. And he said, you know what I really think? He really threw me for a loop because this definitely came from left field. He says, you know what I think people should start doing is taking a week off a month. Yes. Like, and I go, what? I said, what'd you, what'd you do to my father-in-law? Yeah. Yes. He's like, I think people would, he's like, I don't know how feasible that would be in a workplace environment. He goes, but I think you could figure it out. He's like, if everybody just coordinated their week off and they worked their full-time job in the three weeks and they got paid for a full-time job, like they would level up. They would use those three weeks wisely. For sure. And, uh, uh, you know, he's like, we're all grown ups, and we would, uh, you know, schedule our time where we would be very efficient during those three weeks. Mm-hmm. And then we'd be able to have that week off and be very intentional on what we have in our week offs. Because if I think about it, like my weekends that are supposed to be rest 
They mm-hmm. are not. Mm-mm. They are not. I am a caregiver. I'm a business owner. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have all the other things <laughs> a family has, right? So mm-hmm. there is meal prepping. There's washing clothes. There's cleaning the house. There's going to endless birthday parties. Um, there's uh, keep catching up with extended family. there's you know you got to go grocery shopping which i know i get mine delivered but i still got to do the mental load by making a list and planning my meals ahead so even though i cut out physically going to the grocery store the only thing i cut out is like the mental load of going into the grocery store and getting overwhelmed with all the other choices but i still have to be i have to plan of what i'm going to make and then i have to think about i mean even even in the case like Right. So Friday evenings, our kids have, uh, they get a treat, right? They get to pick whatever they want to eat. But then I have to start thinking, okay, uh, all right. So if they get pizza today, but they're going to go to the birthday party tomorrow, and more than likely they'll have pizza there. So they probably shouldn't have pizza on the Friday. So we'll have something, you know, like, it's Mm -hmm. not just like, it's it's not easy, right? It's not Mm -hmm. easy to be doing all of that. And so I think it's like, again, going back to like the mental load. And so that's what these breaks, these breaks are so that you and I can fill our cups. Mm-hmm. And, um, and and because we we have we hold the mental load of our families, sure. of our of our to do's in different ways, different ways, but for sure. in different ways, but we're caregivers. And, um and, and that's what we are. That's why we do our amazing facilitators and coaches, because we do have that innate care that comes from our background of people. So we know what it is like from both sides to care and be cared for. For sure. Yeah. uh, It's so true. First of all, just so y'all can get a grasp of what's happening here. One, we're just, this is a catch up episode. So you just hear all the hot tea, like all the things going on with us. And we're starting with self-care. Um, for those who've been listening, just so you know, when Liz is talking about her father-in-law, just imagine the the gentleman from Up who's holding the balloons, you know, like that is the vibe, okay? That is the vibe. You're going to have that picture in mind when you're hearing this story because it just can't give you the context. You got to look at that, like if you don't know Up, Google Up and look at the gentleman with all the balloons and that is who, like, this is the person saying, you, everybody need to be off for a week. Listen, I'm with him. Like, I'm with him. So listen, I feel like, and I was having this conversation at dinner. So shout out to um, the two people I was having dinner with last night. I will tell you that one of the big conversations was that we were, we fumbled for like 20 minutes trying to figure out, was it 2019? Was it 2020? Was it 2021? And literally we talked about how things are just blurring and moving so fast and that there is such a sense of urgency and also scarcity all at the same time. And that the time is just blurring. And when we think about like all this stuff that has happened, right. Between when we started this podcast to now and what's still going on in the world, there is just so much happening. And if we're not intentional about being present and creating the space of, hey, I want to just have a, a fun time. Like we're in D&I, we're constantly in serious conversations, things that are like highly impactful. I mean, 
sometimes we're even just talking about pure humanity. Okay. And we're just doing these things. Like it just takes a little piece off of you, right? Like it's just only so much you can have. But when we start thinking about time moving fast, like how do you want to spend your time? When you think about if you only have, you know, 40 weeks, 40, 40 hours a week, right? You only have 52 weeks a year. Like, how do you want to spend that time? You only got three weeks of vacation or six weeks of vacation or unlimited vacation, right? Like if you have, if that's what we're <clears throat> clearly working within, how do you want to spend it? And and a part of that is saying no. <laughs> like, so if you just joined us, we're talking about while we've been on break, we've had a couple of breaks this year and we're trying to fight the algorithm because the algorithm tells us, and just so you know, behind the scenes, like once you stop, you got to start from the beginning. Like nobody from ever scratch. seen your post, yeah. ever listened to your podcast. Like you basically start from zero again. And it takes a lot of work to get back up, to be, to pop up on your feed or to be recommended. It's like a drug. I mean, it's, it really is like a drug, right? You take, you mm-hmm. take a hit and you keep it, you, you have to keep doing it because if yeah. not, then you fall off. Right. And sure. can you say something uh, yesterday to me? Uh, Shara, that I think was really important as you start deciding what things you should and should not be saying no to, because nobody can tell you what your self-care is. Nobody can. Nobody can tell you how, you know, like if when Shara just said, like, how are you going to be intentional on spending these like weeks and, and doing these days with all these things to be considered with? I think understanding your own feelings, like, cause you said, that's how it should feel when I was telling you about, you know, the work that I've been doing and then like, uh, you know, and you said, and I said, man, this, it feels right, Shara. Like, it feels amazing. It feels like this is what I should be doing. And you're like, yeah, Liz, that's what it should feel like. Because if it felt any anything differently, she's like, and then there's a difference between like feeling scared and feeling fearful and feeling it not right, right? Like there's a difference because yeah, I'm scared, I'm hella scared, but um, but if you know your intuition when it truly didn't doesn't feel right, and I think that so many of us have stopped trusting our intuition, and how do we get back to? to our intuition, to getting mm-hmm. back to us. Yeah. I think a lot of people, see, this is the thing. So let's just go and get out out there. There's a lot of people in our field, either DNI, um, inclusion work, equity work, justice work, pick, pick something. There's this hierarchy that just kind of happens where people are like, you know, th- you're either an expert or you're green and it's no in between. Like it's not a, it's always like, it's all or nothing, right? Like, and it's and it's also a little bit of like this abundance and scarcity playing out at the same time. It's like, oh, mm. it's not too many people who do that, so be be nervous about it. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, but everybody's doing that, so why would you do it? So it's almost one of them things where you're that's constantly. That, you're right, Shara. That is true. I hadn't thought about that. Mm. It's constant. You see that yeah. we see things all the time when people keep making it seem like, oh, why would you do that? It's so many of that, right? Because it. Cause I don't see it done the way I think it should, could be done. That's why, that's why. <laughs> like, well, and also like, cause I get that a lot as a coach, right? I mean, there are so many coaches out there and it, you know, I get the, it's a saturated market and it's almost like coaches have this, people have this perception about coaches. And I don't know if it's like that in the U S but definitely in some of the spaces that I've been around 
more recently, like the perception of coaches are almost like first I get so many like pyramid schemes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Coaching do do not. For sure. Do not. Okay. LinkedIn me to tell me I'm gonna make six uh six figure income in a yep. month. Yep. The how? Yeah. Yep. How? Okay, yep. I am a I have a finance and accounting background, <laughs> right? Do not look at my profile, scroll to the bottom, look yes. at my 20 plus years of finance hey. and accounting. Hey. Do not tell me I'm going to make $100,000 in a month, <laughs> right? Do not do not message me. Oh, do not leave cuz I have so many messages. Oh, hey, for sure. No. So yep. it, it, it gives a bad rap to coaches, right? Mm -hmm. It really does. And the reality is I get really sad when I can tell when someone is just getting by. Yeah. They are just surviving mm -hmm. their life. They are, they are just making it through the days and not living intentionally and waiting for something. They don't even know what they're waiting for. They're waiting for something. And it makes me really sad because I know as a coach, mm -hmm. I can, I can partner with this person or a yeah. coach mm -hmm. type person can partner with them because right. coaching is such a powerful tool to get, to get you to those goals like that that's right. we are your accountability and we just right. talk about having accountability partners mm -hmm. for our own health goals that we have right and it just like and I get it but here's the thing it doesn't deter me because I also know so many other amazing coaches I have we you know like we have a network shout out to CDI for creating yes. such an amazing network of true valuable coaches that have so much expertise and we're all different None, not one person that I've met has the same like skill. Correct. You know what I mean? Like Correct. they all have Correct. something very unique. And I'm like, oh, mm -hmm. well, I can have a little piece of that one. I can have a little piece of that one and that one and that one and that one. And For that. sure. And so there's time. This, how many people on the earth? Eight billion people on earth. You, you will find a set of people that need your skill set. For sure. So I would say, yeah. And I think that. That's the thing. It's space for everybody, right? Like, it, yeah. and when I say everybody, I mean people who are doing the work to be practitioners of whatever they've chosen to do, not people who are just trying to, you know, leverage the opportunity and jump in. We've had a lot of that over the last couple of years, like in the DNI space or in the coaching space, where people just kind of took the label and, you know, just say, oh, this is what I do versus, really having the expertise and experience to really kind of help people and organizations to get to their goals based on their skill and expertise. I will just say that one other thing is I'm tired of talking about this definition around expert. Uh, it comes up all the time and it's so annoying to me, right? Listen, you tell people, them, Sarah, you tell them. I'm just tired of it. I'm like, so, you know, First of all, expert and expertise are. Where do you think that comes from? I'm sorry, I should. It's I should because people are constantly being trying to discount who can and cannot be in the space. 
And shout out to my mentor um, who basically told me a long time ago that there are people, there are the in-group and the out-group pieces. And even in this work, there are in-groups and out-groups of that. And you have to decide what lane you are going to choose. And if that's a place of learning, continuously learning, networking, um, building your own, building programming and evolving it for the times and your clients and all those things. If you're living in a space of continuing learner, yes, you're going to develop a competency and an expertise and you can own that. You can own that space. But at the end of the day, are anybody an expert of complete DNI? No. But there's things that we do well. People come to me when they want to solve a problem. People come to me when they want to connect with people. I mean, Liz, you are an expert connector. <laughs> like, you don't need no help with that. Like, when it comes to stuff like that, there's things that people come to me for that are yeah. only reason they come to me. Yeah. And I'm in the room with people who have done similar or exact roles, and they will still come to me. <laughs> like, who have more expertise, who have more experience, shoot, probably more money, more resources, more whatever time in the game, but they will still come to me because there's something unique and they'll come to you too, Liz. But when you don't own the competency around what it is that you're capable of doing, mm -hmm. then that's a problem. But I do think we use the word, many people who use the word expert, and let's say maybe you have a deep knowledge, you studied a, something for a hundred, like 50 years or 40 years or 20 years, great. You probably the expert, like maybe people come to you about that. Only you, right? And you own that space. Great. But at the end of the day, I think we so loosely used it that people are always just trying to discount it versus saying, okay, well, what makes, what about this particular topic makes you, I mean, that you found, like ask more critical questions, like that makes you like, that has really developed your expertise around it. Like, that's the question. Like, what is those things? What? How, let's have a conversation about it before I'm like, oh, you're only, you know, 15 years in the game, you know, and now you can't be an expert. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, like as long as I can think critically about it, the length of time doesn't really, it's insignificant at that point because, I mean, we, you and I both do so much research in our love, our areas of expertise. And, and, and we, we have very different styles. Some things mm -hmm. are similar, but we have very different styles approach. Mm -hmm. And, but yeah, it doesn't, you're right. I hadn't even thought about that. We use that word as opposed to, as opposed to a tool to all come together. It's used as a weapon Yeah. to continuously divide people. To weed you out, to say, you're not a part of this group. <laughs> and the more and the more you sign up for things like imposter syndrome, because mm -hmm. you know I don't like that word at all. And as 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 long as you sign up for that, you what's the word Perpetu perpetuate perpetuate yeah. yeah that that weapon yeah for sure as long as you say that Maria comes out. She hasn't been on a long time. Hmm. Listen, I was checking. I was making sure yesterday. Listen, you talked about yesterday conversation. I got a little nervous because I was like, I was talking to Maria hard. Like, hey, listen. And she was. She put Maria in her spot. I think I Maria said, like got really, really scared. But no, Maria didn't come out. It was Liz. And she was just laughing about it. But yeah, I mean, as long as again, again, 
This is why having that accountability partner is so critical in your journey, no matter what you're trying to do, because you need to have someone that has that's bit that's that can help you come out of that your own voice and your own doubts. And sometimes they're not even yours. Yeah. They're like other people putting things in your head and telling you what you can and cannot do. Like people who are so quick to define who you are and what you do and da da da. da. It's time to think on your own, friend. Yeah. Like or just think, think. Just think. Think, think just on think. your own and just do it. What's the worst that can happen? All right. So you don't it it you don't you fail. You make mistakes. Okay. Well, that's part of that's part of living. That's just part yeah. of who you do, what you do. Yeah. So as long sure. as you know that you've put your best out there mm-hmm. and sometimes your best is not going to be what your expectations are of your best. Sometimes like, you know, we took that break. Yeah. Was it in the back of my mind? Like, oh, shoot. Like we took this break. We're going to start all over again. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, you know what? I need this. I need this because you know, you and I are doing this together and it's a partnership and it wouldn't be fair for you or for me, for both of us to show up, not in our best selves, you know, yeah. like, okay, I have my abuelita outfit on, but you know, I'm <laughs> first of all, that's a, your abuelita outfit. First of all, that's comfort, honey. That's comfort. Okay. <laughs> it's I, so grandma. It's I so will, grandma though. I will say it is, but I love it. Cause it's okay. Cause you know why somebody not watching YouTube, somebody just listening to it. So, hey, <laughs> hey. We could be in formal prom dresses. Y'all don't know. Um, <laughs> I got on a prom dress right now if you're not watching. Um, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> uh, but you know what else? I would like to, to shout out. So something that did happen while we were on breakout, went to the CDI Symposium. And I want to shout out uh, Dr. Swana Burris, who and her team and LaToya and everybody uh genesis all the people that it takes to put on such uh, an amazing program i it's been something that has been kind of top of mind for me and i've been trying to like put it into words about what community when you have a community in this particular space and i know we talk about community but i just need to go liz said something yesterday probably the last couple of times we talked about you know loneliness being an epidemic and I want to just offer that when I went to the symposium, I was, wasn't going to go to the symposium. And it came at a time where I was like, I had to choose between like two things that I really wanted to do. And I was completely exhausted and I was hand, hand, like mentally, physically exhausted. And then I was handling like my body was starting to change and I had to like figure out some stuff with like my doctors and stuff. And so like life was just life in that moment. And once again, shout out to Tony Farmer. Um, who was a guest of the show, who could not go, who actually took on some work that, you know, like I could not make. Like, I was like, I can't, I can't. Um, And so once again, him being a great person gave me his ticket and I was just trying to fight it, right? Like, man, it's going to be this. My mom was just like, you got a lot of things going on. When I went to that symposium, not only was it a great program, right? If you ain't never been to CDI, you don't have no clue what you need until you get there. You'd be like, I didn't even know I needed this. Shout out to that chat GPT, okay? Shout out to Alicia Little. Um, Her book, Chat GPT, Made Easy, is absolutely amazing. Liz, you got a copy. I'm going to get it to you um, probably when we visit. Uh, But I will tell you, when I went there, the community that happened when I was, 
I mean, when I needed it the most, the community showed up. Not only was we developing skills, looking at future technology, where coaching was going, um, how do you keep your continued education, all that stuff. Sitting in a room of other people who were literally have been talking about and being in the same thing. Like, you know, this world has been world. And it's like, I'm sitting around people with all this expertise. We love, we, we came here because we love what we do. And I'm just sitting in the midst of people who just want to help each other. Yeah. And that was it. Like, I was like, man, you know, I've been struggling with this. How are y'all approaching it? Three people would just come around and be like, oh yeah, y'all talking about that? Okay, let me tell you what I've been doing. And by the way, huh, here's a, and community. If you are not being intentional, tension, I don't know what that word was, but you take that to Encyclopedia uh, Botanica, somebody. Oh, child, that was Britannica, okay. Yes, because I got the years on me and I know about it, okay? <laughs> Pretty Google. <laughs> Come tell me about it. Who got the who got the Ooh, uh, book? you're one of those those the fancy families. I'd want to go visit the Botanica selection. I'm just Listen, saying. We got a set, and I don't know if we bought it or not, but let me just tell you for I a want to get one for Benjamin just to have because I think we should be having that. Seriously. Because you know what? Like I grew up wanting one and I never had one. And now that I can have one, like is that a style now? No, please don't buy it. It's not what? useful. It's yeah. outdated. It's not like I don't even have space for it, but I went Okay. I'm just throwing it out there. Don't buy it. But I'm you like, were saying I'm about being intentional about being intentional choosing your about community. community. Yeah. Listen, if you have yeah. not found not a group of people, meaning like yeah. two or three people you call, but like a community of people who is in the work that you're doing or the thing that you find that is your most used space. Please go be intentional and show up to these spaces to get you something, what you need. Like, this is a community effort. As many things that's happening in society and the things that are plaguing people and, like, the landscape is constantly changing. Please find you a space for you to keep your skills and your connectivity to whatever you're doing up. Listen, I network all the time. That does not mean I'm building community. I'm networking usually because I've been asked to be in a space and of course I want to meet people and I'm always collecting names and hearing people so I can connect with them and connect them with other people in the future. But that's not actively development. That's not active. I need to feel that I'm in a space where I belong. Filling your cup, like being in a space where you feel safe and you feel like you belong and you feel like, yeah, like you're, you're enough. Where you don't period. have to be, yeah, period. Like in a space where you feel like you're enough. You don't have to be somebody that you're not. You don't have to be extra. You don't, I think that's one of the biggest things that I've learned over this last year and like kind of having my separation and just like starting everything new. And um, I think that's one of my biggest things I learned that I didn't have, to, I don't have to be this extra thing. Mm-hmm. That if I'm in a space where I have to be somebody that I'm not authentically and then I come out there saying, ooh, I don't like that person who showed up there, mm-hmm. then I don't think that that's a space for me. And so, again, like we go back to being afraid of perceptions and like mm-hmm. what other people think about us and the expectations that we have on others and others have that we think others have on us. And usually it's us being hard on ourselves. So yeah, I think I think, you know, that's so important to have that community and and a community that also levels you up. Mm-hmm. That's what I was I, I was just thinking that you come out of there with so many skills. I'm not even lying. I still have 
the materials from the conference on my dining room table. So when I have time, I go back to it and I like, oh, I remember this. Boom, bop, bop. Yeah. You know, I, that. The last thing I want to offer the group is that, hey, we didn't take this break, not just for us, but the whole goal is next year or to make sure some of these things that we've been holding on to for you all, like a lot of the in-person stuff and some of the virtual sessions that we want to let want to happen, we're getting to those things, right? Like that stuff has not stopped our mind. We know y'all want to connect. Y'all want to pull up and do live shows. We got it. We heard you. We heard you, y'all. We're going to make all that stuff happen. And so just know that, hey, listen, if you hear us in a break, Y'all, this is a time that you should be emailing us your questions. What do you want to hear? Uh, is there something that's top of mind for you? When you when we give that space, it's always an opportunity for y'all to still connect with us either through email or direct message through our social media. And if you know us on LinkedIn, come connect with us through LinkedIn. I'm going to be honest with you. LinkedIn has overwhelmed me re- um, in the last like four months. So I'm behind on messages. So I would just say, don't do that. <laughs> because the... Um, did you figure out how to make a hundred thousand dollars? The marketing is crazy. And people keep talking about jobs that don't exist. Listen, that's another scam. They'll send you, somebody will send you a job that don't exist. So go make sure you look at indeed or wherever you get your, you know, potential. I'm going somewhere else at, you know, like, please, it's a lot going on. So to weed through all of those communications and then actually talk to people, um, sometimes it's a bit overwhelming when you think about all the things. But Liz, I'm passing it to you. What are some things that you want to share with them before we conclude? Just, um, I mean, just go back and listen to all of our episodes. And like, we've had uh, some really amazing guests and I've taken this time to kind of go back into our episodes and, and, really because I feel like the last the last few episodes that we put out I probably wasn't like as present during that that episode Mm. and so I've gone back to kind of just refill my cup through the words because we've had some really really amazing guests and we have a an amazing guest that's going to come out in a few in a few weeks uh that Mm. is going to be super powerful and I cried and I cried (laughs) <laughs> like I said, we, were all, we were all crying I just want to let you know it wasn't even cute it was ugly crying <laughs> I just hey listen don't tell nobody else that episode you need to sleep just keep it just watch it by yourself <laughs> listen to it if you don't watch the video just just listen to it because it was a lot of ugly crying on that I was so embarrassed I left I got off of that recording list they cried like in my house, oh, like, it was so much emotional catharsis happening. Were you crying like a telenovela crying? Uh, not crawling down like uh, Adrian, <laughs> not that part, like not this, right? Um, but more so crying. Like first of all, it was the crying where you got to do the <gasps> that one. Oh, Shara. <laughs> Oh, and I bet you, I, I mean, we're not going to talk about that right now, but I bet you I know where the, what part of that was. Yes. Yeah, yes. I know. You knew because you took over the questions. As soon as you started seeing it happen, you was like, so let me just continue this interview while Sarah gets us up together. <laughs> Y'all, you'll know which one it is when you get to it, but Liz had to take over on there because I was just like a bubbling mess. <laughs> well, and I think I think what I also want to leave everyone with is that, you know, next year we are going to be more intentional on like, um, like, 
our like like our events that we do yeah. and uh, we'll start probably start virtual events first because sure. I'm still in a period where I'm I'm focusing on our family and like people that I've as I've been like starting my business I've kind of forgotten about some family and friends so mm-hmm. doing a lot of trips and stuff with family and friends yes. and um you know like when I go and see Shara like we're not gonna be working we're gonna be seeing each other so okay (laughs) coffee girl time the coffees lots of coffees well just take care of you and you know especially these last few weeks of the year Mm -hmm. it's really really hard I'm already getting very overwhelmed with the parental whatsapp groups so I've um closed those down for the Wait, what is those? They got like groups of what? What are y'all doing on there? First of all, I call it the parental WhatsApp. So it's all like I have two groups of WhatsApp groups where it's the parents of the kids, like from the classroom. But I keep saying parents slash grownups. The reality is, is that 95% of the people in these WhatsApp groups are women. They're the moms, period. They're okay. the moms. And I really, we take on so much. And that group has really shown me how much women take on the mental load in their household. Again, like going back to my invisible women, women take 75% of the unpaid caregiving work in the world. I think it's like, it equates to, what was it like? Wow, I can't even remember the 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 what it equates to from a dollar perspective. Mm-hmm. Like if we mm-hmm. got paid the U.S. minimum wage, like it it was it was oh, like oh yeah, a, you said it in one of our episodes. I, okay, I remember. I don't remember the amount though. Yep, it was like a significant amount of money that caregivers would earn, and also that invisible woman. I know you got to go share. I know that invisible mm-hmm. woman also pointed out that. Although women are in the workforce, the job at home has not stopped. Yeah. So that means, especially if you are in a very labor intensive job, we'll yes. say a nurse, for example, yes. you are nursing, not nursing, you are being a nurse for 12, 14 hour job hours a day. For sure. Then, and and you're physical, you're walking around, you're standing up, you're carrying patients, you're, you know, bending down, carrying equipment, moving beds, et cetera, et cetera, all that stuff, right? You're doing that 12 hours a day. You stop your shift. Mm -hmm. Then you go home and do another four to six hours worth of work. And you know what that work is? It's doing the laundry, it's doing the dishes, it's sweeping, mopping, uh, folding, folding clothes, uh, you know, cleaning the bathrooms. All that is labor work now. So what is that doing to your body? Right. You know, like what what is it doing to our minds and souls? That's why, like, we're done. Mm -hmm. We're caregivers, female caregivers. We are done. I'm done. Wow. I didn't even realize y'all had a chat like that. That's where the cookies get. Look, I'm the TT that come up to the events and just eat all the cookies. I ain't thinking about who done brought no, them. But, no, but no, but it's, it's, to get there. But it's all women mm-hmm. and it's all women. And it's almost like we perpetuate the problem. Oh. Y'all can come. Y'all can come at me. Come at me because we perpetuate oh. the problem. Right. It's this 
no trust perception on our counterparts. Where is the accountability on our counterparts? They are capable human beings. This concept of maternalism is bullshit. I didn't have it's not natural. It's society's way of telling me who I need to be, where my place is at in society. Mm. Maternalism is bullshit. It's not natural. I learned that shit. I learned it because I've I I I changed diapers, I bathed the kids, I fed them. And you know what? My partner did the same thing too. Yes. Just just like I learned it, I said, I cannot do this by myself. I am going to lose my mind. So I need you to partner with me in taking care of these children. But in many households, that is not the case. And there's this guilt that women feel because this is supposed to be natural. No, it's not. Who told you that? Yeah. Nobody yeah. knows what they're doing. This yeah. this is not a natural thing. That mm-hmm. is society's way of putting you in your place. Yeah. These are learned skills. Learned skills. Mm-hmm. And every child is different. And every child has different needs. So you can both learn it together. You can both say, let's do bath time together. And let the thing that I do with my husband and I is he does it his own way. And I need to not step in because there is not a right or wrong way of doing it. There is my way and there is his way. That's Mm -hmm. it. They're not right and wrong. Mm -hmm. Who cares? Like, what do you, what's worse? Yeah. You taking on both roles or like your kid going in with like three different color socks. Like who cares? Who cares? Who cares? You fly, baby. You fly. You fly. You fly. You trending, (laughs) baby. You trended. So I know that's like a very, like, that's something that's really been top of mind these last few years. I know this. I'm so glad to hear this from you. I have not heard you talk about this. This is, this is new. This is, this has been building because I will say I've heard you kind of speak about it, but not with the level of clarity and passion. Like this moment, like this is very clear for me now to kind of get an understanding of like what it is that experience is like. Um, not that I can own that, but I'm just saying like, when you say that now I get exactly what you're talking about. Crazy enough. Well, one, this said a cuss word. I'm going to tell everybody just FYI. And then, <laughs> <laughs> I'm petty. You know, I can't help it. I'm like 10 years old in real life. You're so little. Yeah, you're like, no, you're like, no, you cuss, you cuss. I'm going to tell somebody. I don't know. Anyway. But second, I mean, it's, it's for like, think about it though. It, I know that I'm saying it for me parent standpoint but think about that behavior and how it translates do you think we leave that at home no you think do you think we leave that at home no No. how does that translate into the workplace for sure we are so busy caregiving our employees as female leaders we are Mm -hmm. so busy caring for our grown team members, you know I like using that word yes, grown. Because y'all grown. You're grown. Yes. Okay. Yes. We're all grown-ups. That you're forgetting about yourself. This is yeah. why, and this is why I love your skill set, Shara, of being a networker, because you have taught me 
that that is so critical and important to network. And oftentimes women leaders do not network Mm -mm. purposely. Mm -mm. They network to care for others, to do for others. And you forget about yourself. And as an entrepreneur, as a leader of an organization, if you're wanting to 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 network you got to network outside of your yes. of your company yeah. you got to network with people who have different skills than you you got to network with people within your industry and if you look at men they network so well that is why their network scheme strategies are so dominated in certain things that are very inequitable for women and inachievable for women, i.e. golfing. Yeah. Yeah. Men network on the golf course. For real, for real. And you know how inequitable that is? For sure. Because A, it's hella expensive. Okay. Let me bring my husband because he like once, you know, I don't know how any of the the sticks cost and all that stuff. Don't don't do it. Don't try. (laughs) Don't try, please. But and also a, too, and it's a long game. Like you're gone you for day for day. You have the sure. children while you networking. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Like, I'm with you, Liz. And also, just quite honestly, as a person who networks, it's also a little bit insulting when you're like, hey, I haven't spent none of my career networking and now I want to get on a board job or I want to get in front of this person that you know. And so let me connect with you so you can make the connection so, because I didn't do the work to network and now I need you. Listen, I I have get so many people who I have co not coached in professional, but like work with, told mm-hmm. them, hey, look, I know you love your job and this is your whole world, but you gotta get out. Like people need to know that you exist because people are not reading org charts. Like if you're not out there, people don't know your name. So when you're ready to retire and get on a board, people are like, well, who are you and where you been? I can't help you with that. Like that's yeah. a real passion that's a good for me, point. which is like, then you try to call me and want me to vouch for you. And I'm like, uh, ma'am, I can't, you have been, you need to do the work because even if I vouch for you and say, Hey, you should get, you, you should consider this person for this opportunity. You haven't built the, 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 the community equity to say, Hey, I need, I'm a person who cares about the same things and, or I'm gonna provide something different and unique. Um, you just haven't done the work. And I also have seen it when people get laid off. You invest so much in one space and you don't branch out outside of your organizations or yeah. your, your your groups and stuff. And then all of a sudden you find yourself on an island. And let's, let's keep it honest with you. It's hard to say, well, I've been recently laid off. Now I'm out here trying to do something. I mean, no one feels good saying that. And and coming from that lens versus an empowered lens, right? It's saying, okay, listen, it's mm. important to me to always be planning my future. And it's not selfish. It's, it's not inten- selfish. It's, it's not selfish. It's, it's intentional. Not. And it's I don't not. like, I don't care who comes up to me. If there's somebody in my network that um, I can help you with. For sure. Please, please reach out to me. For sure. I will happily connect you. Yes. And also too, like if you're afraid, again, if you're afraid of what that other person's going to say because you're reaching out to them, all right, well then you didn't like it, then I'll move on. Like, you know, Period. there'll be somebody that will help you. There'll be somebody that could, but yes. you're right. Like, I think that's one of my biggest lessons learned from working in the same company for 20 years 
is that like I networked inside the company, mm-hmm. but I networked, I didn't network intentionally. Yes. And yes. it wasn't until, you know, now I have my own business and I'm in a different country and I don't know anybody that now I've had to really learn how work, to do that. And the only way I am able to do that is that, and, and as a, as a parent, as a caregiver, I, the only way that I could do that is that we had to come to an agreement like our, and as a family and yeah. we have our family meetings. Like we, we talk about our budgets, our that weekly family meetings. We talk about our budget, you know, and it, one, it's just me and my husband that we do that. We talk about like today we went walking at Delamere Forest and we talked about what we wanted to achieve for next year. Like, let's start talking about what do we want to achieve next year? This is this is a this is its own little org, its own little unit, yes. right? And yes. we have to be. We're not going to just let life happen to us, correct? Right? Those it doesn't happen done. to those us. Those days is done. Those days no. are done. Those days people. are done. <laughs> yeah. days, and and if 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 anything that I said really triggered you in a way that it bothered of what I said, great. I'm glad. Yes, let's do let's, it. P- let's P- talk P- about it. P.S. I'm glad you brought this up. Same com- same conversation came up last yesterday. They said, you know, because y'all know I'm out here in the shoes dating. Not, you know, take it as you want, right? I'm a single girl in a in a new uh, post quarantine world, and um, it's interesting to say the least. However, one of the questions, so I've been telling people, hey, send me questions that you think I should be asking. The, the people that I'm talking to, I'm starting to get seriously interested in so I can ask questions. Like what questions would you have asked your husband or the person you're seriously dating while y'all were in the dating? And one of the ones that came up was what is your expectations and of gender roles in um, your marriage? Great and question. question. Yes, I got that question. And the other person added on to say, um, and, and, and a very important one, which was how active do you plan to be in your, um, as you get older, right? So what's the gender roles and expectations around that? So literally a list, they gave me like a little list, like, okay, cleaning, cooking, da, 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 da. And then the second one was like, how active do you want to be? To your point, which is if you spend your whole life working hard for, you know, 60, 70 hours a week, and you think by the time you get to 60 or 65, that you just going to be sitting on the couch chilling and catching up on the shows you miss ain't chilling. or, or, you know, you just going to start to travel and you're not going to start traveling. until after retirement, like all these types of questions, that's those conversations. Like you need to have those conversations because they become significant as, because these people were a little older than me. So they were like, it becomes very significant in the type of life you are thinking about if you don't ask yeah. those questions. Now. Absolutely. And I like the cost of healthcare, especially in the US. And honestly, I'll bring in the UK as well, too, because one, um, there are not enough beds in this country. Okay. And I've experienced it as great as it is. I don't have to pay as much money in as I do in the US for my healthcare, there are some things like my kids are completely free. They're part of the National Health Service mm-hmm. system. And so everything is free for them. But my kid needs to have a tooth removed, but it's months of waiting. Oh. So think about that as people get older and there's more and more people who are older and people are living longer. 
you know, how sustainable is this healthcare system that you have? Think about from a U.S. standpoint, if you're not accounting for a healthcare piece in mm. your retirement Ooh. and you are sitting at a desk for 10, 12 hours for sure. or sitting down for 10, 12 hours because you sit at a desk for eight hours, you go at home, least. you sit down again. Think about what's going to happen to your hips and your body. And like, that's the new smoking, right? Like that is not going to go well for you. Mm-hmm. So people can go broke from and utilize their retirement. What if you get like a, a, a disease or in an accident or your life yeah. changes? Yeah, You know, that's why like, that's why Shara and I like really, really were focusing on our health this last part of the mm-hmm. part of the year and like on to next year. I mean, I'll be 40 next year. So mm-hmm. I'm so excited. I'll be 40 next year. And guess what? Like, I know my body's going to change. I'm already starting to feel a lot of the changes that women go through around this time. Um, I suspect that I'm uh, perimenopausal, but we're not, we don't know for sure, but Good it's job. been rough. And I know what I need to do to get there. And it again, it's going to take intentionality. And I can only do it if if my partner is on board. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I do have a sausage roll next to me. Don't talk Nicole, about that sausage roll. Nicole, Let it go. The sausage roll. Let it go. Let that sausage roll go. <laughs> and P.S. Our nutritionist, which we got to tell y'all another time. Liz and I've been on a uh, have a nutrition a shared nutritionist that get on that really. Shout out to Micah, Florida, H Town, Texas, and Nicole. Yes. Nicole, don't listen to that sausage sandwich piece because we're going to talk about that later. But listen, I'm telling you right now, I'm so glad we had this conversation. And I want to just leave on this note because I do have to run, is that we got to have more conversations like this with the people around us so that we can hold each other accountable. What you hear me and Liz talk about is literally what we talk about all the time. Like we send voice notes back to the back to each other having these deep top deep conversations across the pond. Like this really, this is what we do. But it's because we have those spaces to do it. I'm so concerned about all of you all as our listeners that you are being fed in the right places and nurtured and you're having opportunities for self-care. I'm so concerned because so many people don't check on their strong friends and I'm sure... <laughs> Many of you sit in those spaces. They don't always get to check on our caregivers. Listen, call those TTs, call your best friends, ask people for help. To call support. us. Send us an email at Liz and Shara at morethanwordspodcast.com. Sure. I want to hear you. And I think what we'll definitely do, Shara, is we've talked about having like, um, you know, small connections virtually. For sure. And For I sure. think we'll definitely do that with uh, with our listeners and y'all yeah. can come on. and We and, heard y'all. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, and it'll be topic driven. It'll be definitely about self-love. It'll be in multiple different facets uh, of life. Cause you and I have both have different experiences in that sure. sense. And I think we'll bring our knowledge and, and our love, like the safe spaces. And this is our love and this is our care for you. So yeah, well, be watching out, go at more than words, podcast.com. Follow mm-hmm. us on LinkedIn, but don't send us no pyramid schemes. Please uh, don't follow us. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook and yes. send us a note. Like yes. get get on our mailing list because we'll definitely have something special, special Ooh, in our mailing list for 2024 that I that we're planning. For y'all. Okay. Yeah. Don't tell so, them. Okay. Hit the button because we gotta end this thing. We gotta bye. go. Oh my god, we need another one of these, right? Bye. I love it.